Welcome back to Beyond the Gate, our Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Meg. And today we're talking about episode 14, Those Who Lurk Underground. <clears throat> yeah, we'll give, I'll give a summary of the episode. So, in a violent clash with greed, King Bradley proves to be a brutal opponent. But the man who finally destroys the ultimate shield is more pow- powerful than even the Fuhrer himself. Yes, and this episode corresponds with manga chapter 29, Eye of the King, chapter 30, The Truth Inside the Armor, and chapter 31, The Snake That Eats Its Own Tail. Yes. Um, And before we jump into the episode, we have two announcements. One, um, next week we will not be releasing an episode. We're going to take a break for the holidays. Um, Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And happy holidays. Um, And then also, we are going to try to do something fun or post something fun on our Instagram for over the holidays. Um, Stay tuned. So, yes, stay tuned. We have not planned that yet. (laughs) It'll be a surprise to everyone, including us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. we can get started with episode. So, cha- oh, okay, I almost said chapter. Episode 14. Um, we start off with um, Roy has officially um, moved to Central. And we just see him, like, walking through the halls. And every- everybody's, like, whispering about him. And they're kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say they're, like, mean things. But, like... And they're like how he's so young and like how did yeah. how did he how did he get get here so far and he's gonna fail and like all, all this stuff speculation um, and, and and questioning his character too yeah like, yeah who did he bribe to get this far in the military yep and then he just like smiles and like i don't care um and and then we find out through this um that the fear is away at southern at the southern headquarters which um we know from the manga um, I don't think they said that in the last episode. No, but we know for sure he's in the South because that's where Dublith is and that's where mm-hmm. Green is. And yeah. We're about yeah. To go down. Um, yes, things are about to happen. So Al is in the sewers with Greed's um <clears throat> with Greed's crew, the um the dog, uh, what is it? Dochetto and Martle and um, Roa. And Dochetto like smells something. There's like somebody's here and he and Roa like run off. Um, and we see that what they, what he has smelled is the Fuhrer and um, is at the Devil's Nest with Armstrong and then also like a bunch of, bunch of soldiers. Um, <clears throat> and he's there to attack them. I'm sorry. There's like, you can't do uh, yet. You haven't finished the episode. <laughs> Back at it. Um, so then we see um, Ed and Izumi, you know, they were, we left them. They're like fighting with Greed. And Greed is like, man, I don't want to fight you guys. And he like runs off. Um, <laughs> he gives up kind of a. Um, it's a hasty um, retreat. Yes. Yes. He realizes he might not be able to win that, win that fight. And um, Al is crawling very slowly through the sewers. He's like, it's fighting really cute. 
Yeah, he's like fighting with Marto. Like he's like inchworming his way. way. Yeah, and she's like, "Come on, move! I don't wanna." <laughs> you can really yeah. hear the kid come out in his voice in that one. Yeah, and then um, we see then Greed arrives. He finds them, and so does the Fuhrer. Um, he's also in the sewers now, and he like kind of viciously attacks greed he like cuts off his arm and um just starts he he starts attacking him i mean we've already we've already seen like you know some of his sword swordsmanship skills but he's like going fast (laughs) yeah he's very fast um and then uh we see the rest of the battles that are going on. Armstrong and Roa are fighting, and um, <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. I feel like they're um, they're pretty evenly matched, and uh, Armstrong, what he like, what did he like? Turn something into like? Yeah, Roa has this giant hammer that he uses to fight, and as he mm-hmm. swings it, Armstrong uses his alchemy and and punches it with his like um his spiked gloves and turns the the head of the hammer into a little mini statue of himself Mm -hmm. yeah and he's like it's the famous armstrong statuary technique passed Um, down for generations (laughs) yes uh but then that fight going on pretty cool and then we see i don't know it's sadder scene that the chimeras Mm -hmm. are just like being slaughtered by the soldiers yeah, um, and the soldiers are, are not even considering them to be human, even though, mm-hmm. well, even though their DNA has been altered, they still have part human, like, sides to them. So it's it's terrible because it's, it's kind of this mass murder scene, but they don't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, although I, in the in the manga, actually, at, towards the end of the battle, they the soldiers do, like, they do say, and they do say something like, kind of i don't remember exactly what they said but they were kind of sad like that they they just mm. like slaughtered everyone like why did the Fuhrer want want us to do this yeah um, um i feel like in the anime it's a little more like they're on board with it because they call them freaks mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah but i wanted to also note in the manga that roa and dolcetto were more seriously injured like it, it's um it's a really intense setup but dolcetto actually gets stabbed uh through the stomach with a sword and i think it is the fear when he first arrives there um yeah he he it's it's pretty shocking because there's yeah. just a panel of Shadow's eyes widening and the next panel you see the sword down it's like the you don't realize what happens until later um he stabbed mm-hmm. through roa i can't remember specifically what happened but he he gets um he shot, also maybe. gets yeah he also gets injured yeah and it um, seems like they're dead but they do come back later through like sheer force of will because of their loyalty to greed and try to find him even though they shouldn't they shouldn't move with their injuries mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm. and then <laughs> we we had we had back to roa and armstrong fighting and we found out that roa was actually um he fought in the in the ishbalan war armstrong was like well we, we used to be allies and i think that kind of softens his his armstrong's heart towards him because even though i think the fear does say to kill all of them at the beginning um like armstrong is he kind of he does he does beat 
like beat him, but he doesn't seem to be. He's not trying it to kill seem him. Lethal. Um, it seems yeah. like a bl- yeah. blows to knock him out, if anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, it's interesting because in the manga, it does, um, like the Fuhrer, like tells tells him later, like you you needed to kill him, um, and like he says, like that's that's why you've never been promoted because you show mercy to your enemies, um, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and. So Rose kind of losing the battle and Dochetta like comes in and rescues him from Armstrong and also the the soldiers too. And they run off to to find Greed. And then we go back to the fight with the Fuhrer and and Greed. And Fuhrer is like just totally annihilating Greed. Um and he like stabs him in the neck, um, like through the neck, and then the Fuhrer's eye patch like falls off and he opens his uh, he opens his eye and we see that his eye is an ouroboros tattoo um pretty sick <laughs> yeah it's pretty awesome i remember like first watching this i was like <gasps> i believe <laughs> our reactions were oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um things just got more interesting yep yeah uh and greed is also greed is also shocked he didn't know that he was um, he, he's, the fear is a homunculi, um, <clears throat> which, I don't know, kind of surprised me, too, that, that Greed didn't know him. Yeah. Uh, because he knew, he knew, uh, lust and envy. Um, but yes. He fear, so, interesting. And it, they will get into that later. Yeah. Which is really yes. cool that they actually explain. Yeah, it is. I appreciated that. Um, and then, um, the fear basically tells him like I'm gonna kill you and he's like how many times is it gonna take um and then we go back to Al and Martel they're just like sitting and waiting Al is actually he is like chained so he can't yeah his hands can't and feet really, are tied up yeah it's, he can't really escape um and then the fear and greed they they come back and the fear says he's killed him 15 times already um which is a lot yeah um <laughs> Sorry. He's only mostly dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's only mostly dead. Which means he's slightly alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh Roa and Dolcetto arrive to help Greed. And um it's super yeah. sad. It's so sad. Um, because Dolcetto's like cut in half <laughs> and um Roa, Roa is, gets you don't see it, but yeah, I think he gets, he gets his face slashed. Yeah, it's pr- it's um, pretty nasty. And Martel is like there, like screaming, screaming and like trying to armor. escape. And and they and and perhaps before they get killed, Dolcetto like um frees them. Al's chains because um, and he, he like tells, tells them Al, to get yeah to yeah, get Martel out of there. I, I um, love that that um the friendship, the bond between them because. He's like, hey, do us a favor, get her out of there for us. And Marl's like, no, no, I want to stay with you and fight. But Al, you know, makes sure that she can't get out because he knows as soon as she gets out, she's going to be killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no matter if they were enemies before, he doesn't want to see her die. Yeah, it's a, it's just, it made me really sad. Even though they're like the quote unquote bad guys, it's like, it doesn't feel like they are. Really I, I don't know. Anti-heroes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like them. Liked but them. We, yeah, 
we we are sad, but um, greed doesn't isn't doesn't appear to be sad. Um, and he basically oh, no, he's angry. Yeah, he's mad. And he's like, you just took away my possessions. Like they're all my possessions. But then the fear, like I think he takes like four swords and just like steps. Um, yeah. So uh, interesting note: the homunculi, almost all of them. I mean, you don't see this on the fear, but they have these kind of designs over their clothes and their skin uh red lines that end in circles and Mm -hmm. where greed has them he has it top of his shoulders and around um his sides i think like mid midway down his chest on his side so the fear sticks the swords through those points and i'm wondering if those those points of contact like if that paralyzes him or something yeah they're like i don't know like veins or nerves that if you stab that he can't regenerate from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to just that. take him out of the battle immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just kind of done. Yeah. Um, but then um, the Fuhrer goes to check on Al and Martel is like still trying to escape and she like puts her hand through um, Al's arm and she grabs the Fuhrer by the neck with Al's hand. And the Fuhrer, like, he reaches down and he kills Martel while while she's inside of Al. Um, and um, her blood, like, mixes with Al's. And Al... Oh, the blood seal on the back of his arm. Yeah, mi- yeah it gets yep, splashed. Yeah. yeah, it gets yeah. splashed. And I don't know. I would say he kind of, like, passes out. But he... Kind of, yeah. Um, he gets his memories back. He remembers seeing um, the truth and um, he sees like the same thing that that um, Ed saw. He like goes, he sees that that figure and then who I don't think doesn't say anything during this whole interaction. And he goes like beyond the door and um, he sees his mom. Um, and then. Um, he kind of, I think he mostly just sees images from his life, mm-hmm. uh, during when, when he's inside the door and then his body like kind of gets traded. Yeah, it disintegrates and, and you see it reappear on the, the mysterious white figure yeah. who smiles yep. evilly with Al's face, which is beyond yeah. creepy. Yeah. And then, and then what I find interesting is that he like becomes his mom, at least in the, in the anime, like becomes yeah, like. It's- what what he like he's seeing he sees ed from yeah from his from his you mom, see you like, see that like that i tried to create right you see that yeah. green hand reach out towards ed and then it just falls and everything fades mm-hmm. to black so we yep. can assume that he was inside that creature that he and ed created yep yeah and then um he wakes up and Ed and Armstrong, they they removed like his. Uh, his... They removed the breastplate so they could take Marlo yeah. out before he woke up. Yeah, which is is was very and kind I of think, him, but also uh, the yeah. sweetest thing though is is Ed, you know, screaming like "ow, ow, wake up!" Which mm-hmm. you know, any any um moment of of concern between Ed and Al, you you can see how how strong their bond is and um how if anything happened to the other it would just break them so ed is very relieved when al wakes up 
But then Al immediately has concern for Ed because he's like, Mm -hmm. brother, you're covered in blood. And Ed has to tell him it's not his blood. It was, it was mortal. And Al looks down and he sees like, you know, all the Mm -hmm. blood surrounding him. Um, and Al just kind of breaks down because he's like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't save her. I couldn't help her. Yeah. Very. <laughs> it's so sad. He's like a 14 year old boy and he's, he's such a sweetie and the worst yeah. things happened to him. Yeah. But then the fear ruins the moment. <laughs> kind of. Um, he comes to talk, talk with the boys and he's like, did, did the guy with the Orboros tattoo like tell you anything? Um, and did you tell him anything? And he's like, if, if you did, I gotta kill you. Um, and Ed, Ed says, nope, uh, we didn't say anything. Didn't try any military secrets. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the fear asks him about the Ed's missing limbs and Al's body. And he's like, asked if there's a connection between the two. And Ed just, doesn't say anything. Yes. Um. And, and the fear when he's like, "Oh, I like I appreciate your honesty." Or well, he's yeah. He calls yeah. him an honest kid, which yeah, it says a lot because rather than try to lie, Ed just stays silent, which mm-hmm. can be a good thing. I think that that's a um a strength to have, like when to know to remain silent because anything he would have said probably would just incriminate him even more. Hmm. Yeah. And of course, like. I don't know. I feel like you can assume that the fear knows knows what's up already. Um, Seems to know everything. Yeah. Because how did he? How did he even know to go to the devil's nest? But anyway, um, <laughs> the fear then visits Azumi, um, and Azumi like thanks him for watching out for the boys and. Um, which I think is is kind of sweet, but then even though we know now he's uh, he's not the greatest guy, but uh, he asks Zumi to become a state alchemist, uh, but she says she says no. Um, and then there's kind of like an odd an odd moment that passes between them that um, we don't we don't understand right now what's going on, but um, she he just studies Zumi very carefully and like seems to like come to some conclusion about her and then like the scene's over and then we see uh armstrong ed and al they're talking and um i i like this moment because ed is like very carefully like cleaning al's armor um he's he's caring for his brother i actually just give me one second there's a meme about it yeah not a meme. Well, it's not or a meme. an explanation. Like a, yeah, I just wanted to pull it up. And I forgot. I, I saved it, but I didn't read it. Well, I saw a meme where it said, why did we forget about this outfit that Ed wore? That was the most stylish one. Forget his red coat. <laughs> He's wearing <laughs> like a, a black long sleeve shirt and a olive drab cargo pants that have a lot of cool pockets on them and like these suspender looking things hanging down. Mm-hmm. I would dress yep. like Ed. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I have feel like I have dressed like Ed before. Um, I know I've dressed like Ed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <God>. <laughs> yes, Ed is always care. Ed is always cares for Al. Like even though he's just like a suit of armor right now, he still sees him as a person and something worth. You know, his body is worth caring for. 
and I it's it's very sweet. But anyway, uh, they are discussing the Orboros tattoos and how like the people at the Fifth Lavatory had them. Um, and at that moment, um, like Ed says something about Hughes, and Armstrong suddenly remembers that uh, they don't know. Yeah, they Hughes gone, and they don't know. But he doesn't say anything. All all he does is just like he just like tells the boys not to do anything rash, and then he's like walks away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Now was the moment for him to break the news to them, though. Given yeah. all they've been through. I agree, but, but also I don't know. <laughs> it's like they're gonna find out else, sooner yeah, or later, and everybody else already knows. And yeah. like they were, I don't know, fairly close with with Hughes um Mm -hmm. there there would be a better time to tell them but at the same time don't walk away I think think that would have been an important I think that would have been an okay time to tell them because they're like discussing um everything and then they like find out like oh he's you know he was I don't know I don't know it's I, I just think with Al having somebody killed that's you know, true. That's true. That's yeah. That might have yeah. been too much for them. Um, so I get but, where Armstrong is coming from, but but at mm-hmm. the same time, withholding information like that is never a good idea. Uh, but then um, after Armstrong leaves, Ed and Al keep talking, and Al tells Ed that he remembered seeing the truth, um, but he didn't learn anything about um, human transmutation or get how to get their bodies back, and Ed is like. He's chill with it. He's like, that's cool. <laughs> um, I think he's just impressed that Al could remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, interesting, Ed Ed questions the Fuhrer's intentions um, because the Fuhrer, like before, when they were like trying to learn about the Fifth Laboratory, um, he was like, there's, you know, when the Fuhrer came to visit him in the hospital, he's like, there's something going on and we need to keep this to ourselves and try to figure out what's, you know, what's happening but then when they you know they meet someone that might know something um he kills everyone and um he was also leading them this kind of seemingly random mission so um ed is like "Mm, what's going on and i don't think they say this in the anime but in the manga they're like i think it'd be a good idea to stay near the military for now and try to figure Mm -hmm. out that, you know, they might know about the Philosopher's Stone and, um, you know, how to get our bodies back. But I think that's kind of the last we see of, of Ed and Al for this episode. Now we uh, we go back to Greed. He has been captured by the Fuhrer. And um, we first only see the Fuhrer, but then um, we see that all the other homunculi are there as well. Um, the ones that we've met. Uh, so far, uh, Envy and Lust and, uh, and Gluttony and then Greed as well. And I, I just, I love Greed. He like <laughs> just roasts everyone. Like, he, um, <laughs> he, he tells Envy to get a new outfit and, um, which is That funny. is a classic, like, okay, say Envy is the middle sibling. That is a classic, mm-hmm. like, older sibling thing to say to the middle sibling. Yeah. It's a yeah. new clothes. 
Yeah, like, come on. Um, and I think Les says, like, they haven't seen him for, like, 100 years. Like, he's been, he is, Rude has not been around. Um, and he also, like, names each of them. Um, so it's uh, Lust the, oh, my gosh, the La. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I, yeah, um, it's something. And then um, envy the jealous, um, lascivious. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Less lascivious. Yes. Um, and then envy the jealous, and then um, uh, greed the avaricious. Yeah, and, he didn't get one, did he? Yeah, I don't think he got one, but then. Um, but the hungry. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> and then we also see that there's also one named Sloth. We just see him somewhere, but he's not there. There's like a brief flash of an image, but his back is turned. Yeah, yeah, so we don't really see him. But yeah. then um, the Fury introduces himself. He's Wrath the Furious, um, and he was created by father and one thing that's interesting is that he can age um which the other homunculi don't and Mm -hmm. um greed is like that's not possible and um and he's like well you're the one that always says nothing is impossible yes uh oh i wanted to interject too um so it does surprise greed that he doesn't know this about uh about wrath but he knows everything else about how the homunculi operate so he even knows their their um special moves, shall we call them? Because Greed has his ultimate shield, but he also says that Lust has an ultimate spear, and we know that Bradley has an ultimate eye. So there's there's a theme running that each of them have like one other superpower in addition to like the the quick healing and the um immortality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or assumed immortality. <laughs> Yes, and but we've yet to find out the other the other monkey lies special skills, but we might we may or may not learn what they are. Um, no, no, they're after the I guess the introductions. Then greed, greed just continues to like he's he like picks on envy. He's like, merciless. He, yeah, he like calls him he calls him ugly, and he's like so, mentioned something about envy's true form, um, and they're just like bickering and then we see um this i don't know chair i guess and there's a guy sitting in it and he tells them to stop fighting um and greed it's like oh father's here um and again he's he calls him decrepit <laughs> like he just like he can't he's just like that he can't help himself. Yeah, can he? he's just like that witty sibling that just like constantly like roasting all everybody else. And I, I I'm may here have for a sibling it. like that. I I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but then this father dude he asks Greed to work for him, and Greed's like, I never, I never will. Um, and then they lower him into the molten lava, and he it's. <laughs> Okay, trash this son, let's start over. <laughs> yeah, basically, um uh father's like, Well then you're gonna rejoin my soul and you know, Greed's pretty like I don't know, he's pretty brave about it. He's like I really appreciated that it, actually. 
I mean, you see, you see, like, little sweat drops and he gulps, mm. like, he is, you know he's scared, but he, he takes it very well, and yeah, he even is able to dish out more sass as he's going yes. down. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, uh, and then, um, after he's destroyed, like, we see, like, this red liquid kind of comes out, and then, um, father drinks it, which... I remember the first time seeing that, I was like, uh, ew, that's disgusting. The blood um, of my enemies. Yeah. <laughs> it was this, distilled okay. and, and, like, reduced down to a yeah. goblet of red wine-looking liquid. Uh, and then, so that's, Father drinks it, and that's kind of the end, end of that scene. Um, the last, the last scene of the episode, we see that, um, the Fuhrer has a family he has a a wife and a son named Salim and the son is adorable he's like of course he's yes of course he is he uh like runs up to his dad and um he's like like tell us about your adventures and what you do and he's like well I met I met full metal and Ed would not appreciate this, but he's like, "Oh, you met the little Full Metal." He's yeah, is a Full Metal fanboy. Yeah, he is, and he's like, "I want to, I want to be a Saint Alchemist too." Um, and then that's that episode. Just a happy family scene, but also like not because the Fuhrer is a homunculi. So, yeah, oof. Um, yeah. So that is the end of the episode. Uh, there's just two, like, extra manga things that I wanted to mention. Um, one, there's, like, a little short story, um, about, (laughs) um, Second Lieutenant, um, Havoc and, and, uh, and Armstrong, I guess. It's good. Uh, so, as we know, Havoc had to break up with his girlfriend to move to Central, and he's very upset about it. And Armstrong is like, I, you know, I have a sister who might be, um, who might be good for you? And he's, it's funny because Havoc's like imagining a girl version of Armstrong. He's like, no, I'm scared. Um, but Mustang like forces him to meet her. Like he's like, it could be good for me. Like could, could be good for your career and my career. And so, um, <laughs> they, he goes to the Armstrong's, um, home and, <laughs> he meets the father and and the mother and they're both like super huge and like intimidating I mean, the, the the mom looks she looks beautiful but she's super tall yeah yep and um he then he meets the sister and she's um and she's normal. beautiful yeah she's Adorable. normal she's beautiful yeah she is very cute and um he's like what do you do uh what are your hobbies? And she's like, I, I, uh, piano. Piano. And then, she, then he's like, oh, that's normal. And then she like lifts up the piano. <laughs> I like lifting it for my exercise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, okay, whatever. I, I can look past uh, that. I yeah. Can look past that. Yeah. And so he asks her out. He's like, do you want to go on a date? And she <laughs> rejects him because, um, she likes men who are strong, like her brother. <laughs> basically <laughs> it's pretty funny and then and then we go back to mustang and he's like 
and, and we find out Havoc hasn't hasn't been um in to work for a week and you just like see him sobbing in his bed. <laughs> and in case you're wondering, this was animated in the 2003 uh-huh. Metal Alchemist and it was really funny. Yeah, so if you want to watch it, check that out. Um and then another like very brief um funny thing that I, I will post is um there's a little comic of Truth and Ed and <laughs> it's just like truth is like wearing these boxers and then we see ed like truth took my boxers i feel a draft (laughs) yeah and he's like crossing his arms over his legs like ah yeah so i'll post i'll post that that. but it's fun fun extra manga things yes super fun (laughs) i I really i really enjoy those tidbits she puts at the end i Mm -hmm. like her her notes too in in some in some versions of the manga, she'll have notes about her experiences while working on it. Uh, I just finished one where she's talking about her finding out that they were adapting it into an anime. And she's mm. like, no way, no way. I'm an unknown author and I'm getting a show. And of course, the the anime deviated from her series, but she did have a hand in talking to the writers and everything. So it's it was kind of cool to learn about her experiences in a funny, brief comic hmm Yeah. I like those. All right. So now that we got that done, uh, we'll go right into voice acting notes. So we wanted to um, honor our dearly departed here, and we did the chimeras, or m- some of the chimeras. We'll get to the others later. But uh, we've got Martel, played by Tiffany Grant, who is uh, Nojiko from One Piece, Kuratake from Oran High School Host Club, and Asuka Langley's Soryu from Neon Genesis Evangelion. And Dosado was played by John Bergmeier, who is Shigure Soma from Fruits Basket, Ed Shot yeah. from My Hero Academia, <laughs> Tessia Senno from Oran High School Host Club. Uh, if you couldn't tell from her reactions, we, we like Shigure. <laughs> well, most of the kind time. Of most, mostly, yes. <laughs> um, and then Roa is played by John Gramillion. He's Calvi from Attack on Titan, Coach Irahada from Haikyuu, and Gentle Criminal from My Hero Academia. Uh, and for their name meetings, uh, Martel's name is of English origin and means strong or upright. Dosetto's name is from Italian origin and it means little sweet one. Mm-hmm. And he's a dog, so I'm just like, this just fits. This is cute. Mm-hmm. And Roa is of Spanish origin. It means arched wood that forms a bow. So so like a bow shaft, I think. Mm -hmm. I think those names are actually really fitting for all of them. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) That would be a cute dog name. If anyone has a puppy out there, that's a good name idea. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, oh yeah, we have one of our tracking things to cover. Yes, the homunculi death. Yes, Greed died 15 times, plus the uh, quote-unquote real death when he was melted down. Mm-hmm. So I think His that... final death. He died uh, once in the last episode, right? Or is it... I guess I can't remember. He's at, like, once... he was at... He was at... Yeah, like, he, he died once because 17... he had Roa demonstrate. Yeah, I think he yeah. was at about 17 deaths total that we've yeah. seen. So... And there could be more too. I remember seeing mm. this comic where it's like, wow, 
uh, or the, the homunculi are watching greed go into the lava and envy said something like, wow, you died quick. What have you been doing all this time? And mm-hmm. greed, like in his last months of life is imagining all the times he had his henchmen like clobber him to yeah, just to see yeah. what he could take. Well, I feel like <laughs> I, I've seen, I've seen that one. Um, and also just like when he goes to, when Roa like smashes his head, it seems like that wasn't the first time he had done that (laughs) like (laughs) yeah and the the gist of the comic was that he's the type of guy to be like hey hey let's try this new thing light me on fire (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah yep (laughs) we all know guys like that i think who would just try any stunt just to see if they could do it yeah whether or not it means bodily harm to them okay moving on to animation so the expressions on the characters went a long way um I I really enjoyed seeing the variety of expressions, the the uh, intensity of their faces during fight scenes, or like when Ed was checking up to see if if Al was okay, and the desperation in his eyes. It's just something I enjoy with traditional hand drawn animation because it's raw emotion, and sometimes in modern CG animation you just can't get it like that. Yeah, and that's. That's something we have been thinking about um, lately because we're watching um, season four of the Dragon, Dragon Prince. Dragon Prince. Um, and, and we like the end credit sketches better than the actual style of the CG. Yeah, I, I we're not. I don't like the the how they animated it. And I and prefer I, I prefer the first yeah. season. Um, yeah, I think it's fine, but they made the mistake of of. Um, putting a uh, painted art in the middle of one of the episodes yeah, and that made me just that was really so want oh amazing beautiful but, uh oh yeah so philosophical analysis we don't have too much to say um but it's just this is the i mean you kind of already have you know figured this out from from previous episodes but there's kind of the theme of um the the villains are like the the seven deadly sins um so we've got wrath lust envy gluttony greed and sloth um we're missing we're just missing pride uh mm. yeah <laughs> uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll get into that yeah more later but and, and it makes you wonder Right. It, it also makes you wonder if the heroes are supposed to be like the heavenly virtues, if, if they're supposed to embody some of that or the fruits of the spirit. That's never mm. said explicitly, but I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to be thinking on that as the episode yeah, now that, yeah, now that you mentioned that. Yeah, me too. Thinking we can watch out for that. Yes. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, story, story elements analysis. Know your enemy. The song just started playing in my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> We learn a lot about the bad guys of the show in this episode. A lot of times in stories, the audience will find out more than the characters do. So we know mm-hmm. more than Ed and Al do at this point about the homunculi. Yeah. Honestly, I remember the first time watching this, like, I was still real confused. Like, I was like, oh, definitely. Who is this guy in the chair? And he just drank green. Guy What's in the chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, the guy. How come there's always like a guy in the chair that's just like sending out his? He just needs like image. a cat to stroke, and then yeah, the, the totally. image would be complete. Yep, yep. <laughs> so that's the end of the episode. 
what Megan what was your favorite line of the episode yeah mine is kind of weird I suppose but it was when greed said so killing my henchmen is the same thing as stealing from me and I don't let people take what's mine which I I don't know I think I found that possessiveness he had although he's not really um it's not really wholesome exactly him talking about his allies but just him being so fierce about it I'm like I I think he really cared about them and that that gave me a little bit of closure on that subject yeah um what was your favorite line go on say it (laughs) (laughs) mine was also from greed and it was when he was being lowered into the into the lava and he's talking to um his siblings and he's like why don't you come on in kids the water's fine nice and hot just like the flames in hell we have a meme for that one yes we do yeah i will definitely posting it because it's like the it's convincing your 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 friends to watch anime and then it's the, <laughs> the water's fine <laughs> uh meg sent that to me one time and i don't know where i was but i just remember i busted out laughing <laughs> all right hey moving on uh what was our moral of the episode um it is be wary um i don't know they they look at the fear's actions and they're like something's not right there and it basically if your gut is telling you something is wrong listen to it um yeah. and instincts are are important yes instincts are very important um who pushed the story forward in this episode king bradley We saw a lot of important behind-the-scenes bad guy moments through him, and Al, in part, got his memories back because of him when he stabbed Martle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Poor Martle. Oh, also, yeah, and Al is just, ugh. Poor Ed and Al just watch all these people die in front of them. I know. It's so sad. Um, But we had a, a listener comment about King Bradley, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Um. Cody said something. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. They said um, that uh, King is actually Bradley's first name. And basically says that this dude was really, like, created to um, be in charge. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. (laughs) The fear president, King Bradley. Just sounds like a very imposing name. It reminds me of Regina from Once Upon a Time, if you listeners have watched that show. Her name literally means queenly, and she is the evil queen. <laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah. I love when they're, when it's like, I mean, there's there's multiple characters that are named in this show that are like, um, <laughs> like Armstrong. <Next> kiss. <laughs> like, also very like on the nose. And you can't beat Reza Hawkeye. And, and, and yeah, Reza Hawkeye, that one. Like, I want to see a shootout between Reza Hawkeye and and Marvel's Hawkeye, like Clint Barton versus mm-hmm. Reza. Yeah, who would win? She would probably lose with a bow and arrow because I'm not sure if she does. Yeah, yeah, traditional, but she probably would win with a rifle. Yes, but if they each had their, if they each had their, um, perspective weapons who would win 
Uh, I, I like, think I think she would win. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just thinking. I, I mean, um, she's good, but I was thinking weapons, Clint, Clint Barton might win just because he has all those trick arrows, so he knows how to do fancier things that's with true. them. That's true. But I was just thinking, like, just the weapons themselves, like, I feel like it might be easier to... Well, a gun would probably win against a bow and arrow. Yeah, like, easier to dodge. Yeah. But, like, yeah, if you we're... You would actually see it coming, where... Yeah. But if we're talking about know. trick arrows, he can he can do all sorts of things yeah, with that, those that and propel himself a, up. The and... They're also, yeah. like, different, different time periods, so... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. A kind of a... I don't know. Who who knows? Comments <laughs> on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, comments on, know random, your thoughts. on this random topic. Yes. <laughs> um <laughs> uh yes, follow us on Instagram at full metal beyond the gate. And if you have any questions or comments, DM us or email us at fullmetalbeyondthegate at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um and we will see you. Not net, not next week, but the week after. Yeah. Um, so happy holidays. Stay safe and... and enjoy time with your families. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.